show Podcast Radio. I'm your host, Special Mikey, and with me is Hindu Anthony. What's up, Buttercup? It took a while. And, of course, <laughs> Super Vegan Brian. I have to edit out the it took a while part, or just leave it in now, because I usually cut the silence. So, <laughs> fuck you, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Burn in my hells. <laughs> and, uh, guys, guys, we have our first ever returning guest. And it's not just a guest, it's a guest, it's our guest host. It is the one, the only, Kersey Smurf Erica. Hola. Yes. And you know, if this is your and everybody, if this is your your really like one of your first times listening to the podcast and you didn't hear her previous interview, listen, I'm gonna go ahead and give you a chance. You know, Erica, tell us a little bit more about yourself. Reintroduce yourself to the fan. Um, I am Brian's sister in law and we've known each other for a shit ton of years and I'm really nerdy, apparently, is what he tells me. So that's pretty much it. And you have a you have a high squeaky squirrel voice, you curse and you know what? I have to ask you real quick, what is it like being the only Smurf that cusses in Smurfville? Well, it, it makes it a little bit more difficult to communicate, for sure. A lot of people don't follow what you're trying to say. But they fucking cut me out of the show anyway, so I guess it didn't matter. <laughs> fuck those guys. <laughs> <laughs> She's saying fuck a lot. We might want to take her out of this, guys. <laughs> no, fuck you. This is awesome. <laughs> the guy who plays Gargamel is like, I don't know. She yelled at my cat. okay if everybody's confused no we're not talking about the smurfs today (laughs) you know it's funny that you should say that erica has a squirrel voice because erica does a really good impression of the squirrel from an emperor's new groove (laughs) do it get to the game in a minute do it i don't think i can do it on the spot it's one of those things that just happens (laughs) (laughs) try it even if you got to fake it and be like squeaking. We, we don't care. Do it, Erica. <laughs> dance, monkey, dance. Please throw peanuts at her. Okay. Squeak, squeak. Like squeaking, squeak, squeak. There you go. Exactly. Pretty good. Squeaking. Speaking of people speaking like animals, did you guys see that video of the lady who was like, I'm a cat born in a human body? Oh, dude, I wanted to bash my head. It was all over the internet. Cat. And my favorite part was when was when the interviewer was like talking to her boyfriend and they were like, so you guys speak cat with each other. And she's like, yeah, say meet me over there and cat. She's like, meow, meow, meow. Oh, <laughs> I was fuck like, it. what the fuck? Oh, <laughs> and the interviewer yeah, the guy was like, did you understand that? He's like, yeah, I understood that. I'm like, oh my God, you guys are fucking tools. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my God, that's horrible. That's so fucking <laughs> horrible. Oh. If you haven't seen Eric off the post a video in the chat and you'll be like, wow. These people exist. Oh, no. I worked in retail for 10 years. I know how many fucking people exist. It's <laughs> unbelievable. Me and Michael have been in retail for a long time. <laughs> on a daily basis, I, I meet customers and I am just and I turn into Hubert Farnsworth. I don't want to live on this planet anymore. <laughs> no, you had told me, Erica, you used to work for you used to work for a hotel for a major hotel company that I also used to work for. And mm-hmm. people used to call in for the furry convention. Oh. oh, yeah, they did. Mm-hmm. That Those were always awkward conversations, for sure. Do you 
Do your closets have enough strength in, on the line pole to support two full-body jackets <laughs> with 18 pounds of fur each? Uh, it, no, it was, it was like weird stuff. Like people would make reservations and they would bark in between like sayings. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be like, oh my god! Like, I get it. You're going. You're a furry. You're going to the furry convention. There's literally a block of rooms set aside that says furry convention. You don't need to bark at me. <laughs> so yeah, I'd like a room or or three. Or I don't know yeah, if they still have it. it there. I don't know if they still have it there, but it was a Burbank <laughs> Airport um, mm-hmm. major hotel. <laughs> yep. Oh, oh god, that's amazing. That is beautiful. Uh well, it wasn't, it wasn't any, uh, I don't know, it wasn't as funny as, like, some of the people from, like, the Middle East, like, when, like, because you have, like, these pre-recordings where it's like, oh, you know, my name is Erica, you know, thanks for calling, I'm going to help you, whatever. And, like, the moment they heard, like, a female answered the phone, oh, God, like, <laughs> it was bad. It was, like, just... No, it, well, some people would hang up, and I would have preferred they hang up. But then, like other people would call me names throughout throughout the thing. Like I was called a bitch dog a couple times, and Jeez. like also, yeah. And you're not supposed to hang up on them. Like you're supposed to be like professional, even though they're like, yeah, it, it was not fun. Like there is definitely like That's sexism. Fun. So oh. I just transferred them to the Japanese line, so I didn't technically hang up on them. So <laughs> good. <laughs> This was actually a really fun intro. This was <laughs> this is a good one. This is a good but, one. But I, I really want to play What's Nerdy With You. Again, if, this, if there's anybody just tuning in for the first time, this is where your lovely hosts sit down and discuss what, what's the nerdiest thing they've did in this last week. And then we all vote to see who's the king of the nerds for like a week. And then we revote. So very quick democratic process. <laughs> so, as always, guest goes first. So, Erica. What's nerdy with you? Well, what's nerdy with me? I mean, the only thing I really think I've done in the last, well, I guess it's like a week and a half is my daughter, like somebody made a Lord of the Rings joke. My daughter didn't get it. It was like Gandalf, like you shall not pass at Christmas. It was like, what? And I'm like, all right, well, we got to fix that. So we watched all the Hobbits and then we watched all the Lord of the Rings like within a week. And then we had gone and saw Rogue One like twice and she was really confused about where Rogue One fit into the Star Wars universe. So then we started watching all the Star Wars. So we started at four. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so every night we would watch an hour, an hour and a half of, you know, whichever movie. And it just like every day we watched it. So we got through four, five, six, one and two. And then she went to her grandmother's for the weekend. So we didn't get to finish it. So this but. whole week, this whole week, you've been slowly indoctrinating your daughter into the like the nerdiest of the nerd cultures. Yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. Like you're amazing. a good mother. That's you good. Are, yeah, <laughs> good on you. You're a good mother. You've done so. Ten much out of wonder. ten would mother again. Be my mom. Because well, <laughs> <laughs> my mom, when yeah. I found out what Star Wars was, she goes, "Oh yeah, it's a movie in space. Check it out." And then after I yeah. saw it, my mom tried to nerd with me, and I was like, "No, no, no! You undersold. You got to be careful about the go- going too far with this joke, Erica, because he'll show up at your door in a baby diaper. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have the oversized bassinet. I'll have there'll be the oversized bassinet, <laughs> full beard, full beard. I'll, I'll just I'll grow a beard purposely and just like and be like, Mama, Mama. <laughs> That's another convention." <laughs> yeah, that's a whole nother convention. She's, um, she like slowly closes the door on me. <laughs> <laughs> I would probably call Brian and be like, what the fuck just happened? 
<laughs> Brian's laughing. I bought him the ticket. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, no, like it's not like the first time I've introduced Amelia to stuff. Like I just feel like, like there's stuff that she should know. Like ever since she was like real little. Like in kindergarten, her first, her favorite movie was The Corpse Bride and Nightmare Before Christmas and The Labyrinth and stuff like that. And it was funny because like she goes to kindergarten the first day and the the teacher's like, oh, well, let's get to know everybody. And they like write this thing about stuff they like. And it's like my favorite color, my favorite movie, my favorite, you know, toy, this stuff. Right. (laughs) And she asked her favorite movie. Amelia goes, The Corpse Bride. And the teacher (laughs) was so upset about it. Really? That she... Yeah, <clears throat> because then all the kids were like, well, what's a corpse? Oh, so, yeah, right. Awesome. <laughs> so, what's a corpse? So, a dead body. Yeah, 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 I get this this call from the teacher. She's like, um, OK, so this is awkward. And then I guess she changed the subject. She's like, well, what, what's your favorite TV show? And Amelia was like, well, the magic school bus. So I guess she was able to pull herself out of it. Yeah, but it was one of those things where she was just like, I'm really concerned about this. I'm like, have, do you even know what the corpse bride is? She's like, no. And like, it's it's a PG kids movie. And, and she's like, oh, uh, yeah, exactly. It, but it, it's PG. It's for fucking children. And it's she's just, like, the name kind of throws you off. Exactly. And so she had no idea what it was. And so I gave her a copy of it. And I was like, here you go. Educate yourself. So yeah. <laughs> it was it was just ridiculous. So daughter's talking about dead bodies and I'm clutching my cross over here. Yeah. Well, I do live in the Bible belt. So yeah, yeah so. that was pretty much it. it. At least she like called and didn't like fly off the handle that your daughter had problems that she actually let you sit there and explain what's going on. Cause a lot of people don't do that. So we're out of time with what's nerdy with you. So Erica, oh, wins. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Anthony. What's nerdy with you? Special mention, I spent the last probably three days finishing all of season one of um, Steven Universe. It was a really good show. But that's not the thing I'm going to pick. Um, I started playing this new game on the PS4. It's a free game. You should totally try it out if you have a PS4 called Let It Die. Basically, it's kind of like Dark Souls meets a roguelike. It's fucking insane. Like It's a Japanese game, and it's really weird. Really, really weird. So Walk it's around. an incredibly hard game game with difficult mechanics that the dungeons change every time you play it yeah they kind of change and then you're climbing a tower you're trying to get to the top of the tower and you're you're basically this person you kind of create this fighter and you're using all these different weapons like buzz saws and hammers and and magnums and all kinds of other things and you're just fighting all these people and monsters and you're running around trying to catch mushrooms and frogs so you can eat them because that's how you get health you eat mushrooms and frogs but that's okay because you can totally talk to the stripper mushroom lady and she gives you mushrooms too all right i'm so oh. yeah <laughs> a stripper mushroom lady <laughs> mascot of the whole show is a guy called uncle death and he's basically the grim reaper but instead of wearing a creepy cloak he wears like a hoodie and a mask and he skateboards and his sight only on playstation ps4 yeah i think so oh, okay it's weird. Just like if you can't play it, watch it at least on YouTube and you're like, wow, this game is fucking weird as fuck. It's really weird and really fun. Those oh, are usually the best out. ones. Yeah. I don't have a PS4, but I can at least watch, watch it. All right. Michael, you're next because I'm going last because mine's pretty good. <laughs> well, my nerdy thing is technically Anthony's honorable mention. I power watched the first, <laughs> like, the first three, like, Two and a half, three seasons of Steven Universe in two days, and now I have the song "Giant Woman" stuck in my head. <laughs> All I wanna do 
She turned into a giant woman. Hey, hey Michael. No, Michael, Ryan, don't say it. Shut no. the fuck up, Michael. <laughs> Bitch. I'm not, I'm not on board with you, Ryan, on this one. No, Michael, you sing that song. You sing that beautiful song, okay? Let's you, do this. You can shut the fuck up too, Anthony. And you know, <laughs> and if you keep on, and if you keep on going, you're gonna hear, you're gonna hear, shut the fuck up from me and shut the Smurf up from Erica. <laughs> <laughs> That's almost worth it now. That's <laughs> almost. Anthony. All I wanna do is see you turn, you turn into you know, you know, I edit this podcast. <laughs> oh, but you know that that's that's what that was. That's my nerdy thing. I, I, because I, uh, they want to say a year, year and a half ago, a friend of mine named Craig introduced, uh, talked talk to me about Steven Universe, and I never <laughs> gave it a chance. And they were doing a mini marathon, uh, four days ago, I think it was. I was like, I was like, okay, fine, I'll give it a chance. And I watched it, and I was like, holy crap, this thing is really good. I just and watched it on Hulu. I am now in love with it. And I've been when I've been power watching it through like streaming services and stuff. Amelia occasionally watches it. We we don't have like cable or anything, but she'll go over to her grandparents and she'll like be watching it and I'll catch it with her. But I haven't really ever watched all of it. So well, according to Anthony, they have it on Hulu. Well, I just got rid of Hulu because I was getting bored. They didn't have enough stuff. Oh, you done fucked up, son. Nah, probably not. <laughs> like, no, I, I've been wanting to get rid of Hulu, too. And- yeah. I, I just went on, like, found websites online because I, I don't have Hulu anymore either. And I, I have to say, it's nice to be able to watch Sleepy Hollow without commercials. So well, we I just got an out. Amazon Fire Stick and had it jailbroken. So I just watch everything that I wanted to watch on that. So That doesn't sound legal. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know where Ryan. she lives. We don't know her last name. <laughs> right? Do your editing. <laughs> <laughs> Make it seem like that never happened. <laughs> Last thing we need to see is uh, Erica got arrested. We need your help. <laughs> All right. Okay, Brian. What's nerdy with you? So I'm somebody, done. bless their heart, took the Chinese bootleg of Star Wars Episode Three: <laughs> no. Revenge of the Sith, and English dubbed it. It is amazing, and I watched the entire thing. That was really good. It was funny as hell. Oh my gosh! I was wanting to watch it, but I didn't find. I couldn't find time to sit down for it. Oh, is it like? Is it what I think it is? Oh, when you get fighter pilots, when they say things like "He is in my behind," he is in my behind. That I lost that that part. I just lost it. And, I am making time for this now. And when um, Obi Wan is fighting Anakin, he says, yeah. "Friend, you are crazy." <laughs> Yeah, it was so great. Friend, you are crazy. The best part, the best part of it is when Darth Vader shouts no at the end. Yeah, it it's do not want. Yeah, do not want. (laughs) Do not want. (laughs) No, he doesn't. Yes. So basically. Yeah, basically, somebody in China basically like translated it from English to Chinese, and then somebody retranslated it back. And you know that always fucks up whenever you try to retranslate a retranslation. And they used computer programs to do it. They didn't do it manually. Yeah, yeah, they yeah they use a computer because so the computers are always messing it up. And it was good. I watched it too. Yeah, I watched I'd, all of it. I'd heard of Do Not Want a long time ago. As soon as I heard that someone English dubbed it. The best part is when Yoda speaks because they English dub Yoda 
with just this very effeminate voice that doesn't sound anything like Yoda. So it it you'll you'll hear Yoda talk, and it's like worry to lose is to lead to the evil augury. Oh my god! Much hate the dark side causes. You know, just just super effeminate. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. Every it it really like. The first time I watched, when I watched, I- I'm sorry, I watched it like three times. <laughs> but the first time I watched it, when Yoda started talking, I was like, who is that talking? Is that Yoda? <laughs> so I didn't watch it all. I just watched the first 30 minutes and I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot. This movie's really long. I can't watch all this. Oh, man. That is <laughs> sheer beauty. <laughs> he is in my behind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Brian, who do you vote for? Myself. Yeah, nah, duh, Anthony, who do you vote for? Mm. You know, I'm going to vote for Erica, actually. That was a good one. Indoctrinating your kids you. into the nerd world. That's a good one. Appreciate yeah, it. That was, that was nice. And what, who do you vote for, Erica? I, I'm going to vote for me, too. Bam! <laughs> another terrible another person. Must run in the family. <laughs> well, then I must be a sissy because I'm voting for Erica, too. Yay! Eric wins again. Yay! <laughs> You're very lucky. Good one. Oh, thank you. This has never happened before. That was a lot of fun. You actually had a really good one. You know, you're like, wait, you don't, you didn't get that reference? You're gonna watch a crap ton of movies this week. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna watch a lot of stuff. <laughs> so it was only coincidental that two of us had Star Wars related nerdy things. This is true. This is very true. Well, they both had Steven Universe. Yeah. So. Well, you know, they're not yeah. as on board as as we are. Yeah, exactly, because it's very fitting that both of you had Star Wars related nerdy things because we're guess what we're talking about this week? Star Wars <laughs> What? He'd made the air yeah. horn sound. Yeah, okay. I'm just trying to figure out why. How many of you? That's why. <laughs> Star Wars. Brian, can wait, you totally wait, no, add no. in the air horn? Star I can. Wars! I can. I don't want to, because I have to find the stupid sound, but yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony, Anthony, fine. It's Star Wars. Star Wars! That's, that's <laughs> way better. My throat's dry, or I could have done it so much better. You guys are making my job harder. <laughs> <laughs> we love and believe in you, Brian. We love and believe in you. Okay, so Star Wars. Yes, we are talking about the Star of Wars in a galaxy far, far away in a time so, long ago. So let's test Michael and see how well he knows the outline. How are we starting off this conversation, Michael? So, Erica, why don't you tell me a little <laughs> bit about Star Wars? You know, some of your favorite characters, maybe one of the movies. Let's find out. Go. Can you have favorites? I mean, if you if you really love the franchise, I don't think you can, like, have a particular favorite. Well, like which one did you like more? Like which one do you do you have a special affinity for? Like which one is the one that you can just like go to and watch really easy? Oh, I have a favorite movie. Nobody's talking to you, Anthony. (laughs) (laughs) I I really don't think I have one because all all of the movies bring something really amazing to it. I mean, even even the first three that, you know, are not the best, they, they bring something to the storyline and the characters bring something to it. I, I don't think I have an actual, like, favorite movie. I currently have a favorite character, which we'll never see again. And that's K2 because he's just hilarious. <laughs> I want K2SO. I, I, lo- I loved him. He was amazing. <laughs> like, if I, like... Uh, Genie shows up. What do you want? I want a K2SO droid as my best friend. 
And if yeah, but like then he has, but he has to be anyway. voiced by Alan Trudick, right? Like yeah. he has to. Yeah. I'm sorry, but that droid was basically Wash as a droid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he was. So, so there's a shirt. I'm gonna start this. I'm gonna no. I'm I'm just talking over you, Michael. I'm gonna start this um this episode <laughs> right. Everybody dies at the end of Rogue One. Yeah, as it should be. That was the best fucking part. Is that yay? We did all this stuff and everybody fucking died. Like <laughs> it was. Oh, no, you should have seen part. my wife in the theater. We're watching this movie and. She's like, so like it's going. Everything's going like starting to go pretty good, and they're getting the transmission, the plan, the plans transmitted. And she goes, "See, there is going to be a sequel." I'm like, "Yeah, there is a sequel." She goes, "There's going to be one." I was like, "There already is one." She goes, "What is it?" I was like, they, "They're calling it. They're calling it Episode Four: A New Hope." She goes, "Oh!" <laughs> and then they all blew up. Well, that's the only way it could have ended. Like yep. the only way it could have ended. And so for the people that are like, "Oh, that was." That was dark and it was very war focused. First off, it's called Star Wars. And yeah, second, <laughs> that's exactly what it should have done because it leads into a new hope. So and I, makes, I don't get why people are upset about but it. But it also makes the, the concept of getting those plans to the rebellion all that much more. Uh, it, it brings out the heaviness of it, like about what they actually had to go through. And these guys were the guys that kept the hope, that kept the dream alive, that kept the hope alive that the rebellion could do something. And it had to show that they had to sacrifice for it, that this was taking sacrifice, that the Empire really was that ruthless. Yeah, I loved how they constantly were like, hope, hope, hope. Like through the through the whole movie, so it's like, oh, I wonder what the next movie is. Oh, a new hope. Look at that. <laughs> yeah, I heard there's gonna be a sequel. It's called A New Hope. Comes out in nineteen seventy. <laughs> you know, Gotta the great thing about them doing these one-off Star Wars movies is it just makes rewatches so much more fun because you can just now we're gonna rewatch it again and add this movie into the order. Yeah, which to me yeah. is so much fun. <laughs> I mean, it kind of yeah, throws it off because order. Be, because, you know, in, in A New Hope, they talk about how the spies are the ones that got the plan. So, I mean, obviously, that's not true. None of them were spies. But, I mean, so it kind of changes it a little bit. They were but spies. But it was worth it. They could have been. Um, yeah. Cassian, no, Cassian was technically a spy. Well, I guess Cassian was. I mean, hell, they had a Imperial droid that pretended to a reprogrammed Imperial droid. I think that qualifies them of ha- as having espionage <laughs> tools. Yeah. Yeah, but they said it was a, t- a particular type of spy. Yeah, a I'm rebel spy. I remember. They were oh, you no, about the no they didn't. Yeah, the Bothans. No, Bothans are the people who got the plans before Jedi. Oh, were they? Okay, yeah. then I missed that. Yeah, the, they didn't mess up. No, I didn't say they messed up. I just thought they were changing it a little bit now that Disney well, has it. So Yeah, we'll find out here. about the Bothans when Rogue Two comes out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. The Return of the Jedi? You mean you mean rogue you mean rogue four? <laughs> <laughs> Man, it, it seems like the budget got really cheap because the effects went really downhill after Rogue One. You know, so, somewhere <laughs> in history, eventually, that is, people are like when these are like what we consider like the black and white movies of like the early like nineteen twenties and thirties. Somebody's going to be like, I don't understand what's happening here. <laughs> somewhere, somebody's going to do that. Well, it makes sense. Laser swords. It makes sense with the prequels because one, two, and three ha- are fancier than than four, five, and six because it's pre-war. Yeah. 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 
That and they don't have dirty that. equipment yet. The majority of the people that you're dealing with in one, two, and three are people who are higher up on the social chain within the Republic. Like they're they're Jedi who have a massive temple and senators and counselors and system lords. So you're dealing with really nice stuff. When you get to four, five, and six, you're dealing with rebels who are living on the raggedy edge, trying not to be murdered. So, Anthony, you were trying to share your favorite movie earlier. Uh, I guess I'll go now. Um, okay, so originally it was definitely Empire Strikes Back. I, I thought that was the, definitely the best. But, man, I think Rogue One kind of became my new favorite, honestly. I really do. Wow. I really that's, that's do. Worth, that's worthwhile. I, I like that. I think Rogue One was good. Right. I think Rogue One's it, like really close to my favorite. My my favorite hasn't changed since I was a kid. Which one is your favorite still? Uh-oh. Jedi. Jedi still your favorite? Mm-hmm. I, I never understood why people thought Empire was the best one, because a lot of people still say Empire is the best one, and I've oh, always liked Jedi the best, and a lot of people call Jedi the worst of the trilogy. Yeah, um, I don't agree with that. I, I always liked Return of the Jedi. Seeing Jedi when you're a kid helps, because, you yeah. know, you got some... Jabba. Jabba was my favorite. I, I, I thought Jabba the Ewoks were great, but Jabba really appealed to me when I was a kid. Jabba was cool. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah. Jabba was cool. <laughs> I, liked I had Jabba. the whole desert playset. You did? Yeah, with the big oh, really? Jabba and the, and the stand and the, the monkey guy or whatever his name is. Yeah, Amelia really loved the Ewoks. She, I mean, she kept calling them teddy bears, but she was super upset when like the one Ewok dies and his friend is like trying to wake him up and he doesn't know he's dead. Like Amelia just was like, no, why did he die? See, and I was like, do you see all the stormtroopers dying? <laughs> Well, then that's the thing. See, right. Ewoks are the only thing that, like, they're like, if watching an Ewok die is like watching a dog die in a movie. You get really upset because I got upset when that happened. I was like, no, they just wanted cuddles. And then I kept looking for <laughs> Teddy Ruxpin at the same time. Now, I've, I've talked about it on the podcast before, but I'm going to talk about it again because now we're actually talking about Star Wars. Ewoks were going to eat Luke and Han and Chewie and all them. Mm-hmm. And they yeah. didn't. Because C-3PO is like, I'm a god. And they're like, oh, no, now no, you're our friends. Well, but, no, he w- he was like, oh, they think I'm a god. My programming yeah. doesn't say that I can be a god. But yeah. yeah correct my, my, my lousy summary. Sorry. Just do that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and it's because so, they thought that of him, he was able to save yeah, their yeah. skin. But, yeah. but at the end, when the Ewoks, the Ewoks have all those stormtrooper helmets and they're playing them like drums, they ate those stormtroopers. Oh, yeah, they did. Oh, you know they did. And if you notice, like, if I remember right, you, there's a couple scenes where you see like Han and Luke and them having food and having like plates in front of them. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wait. They I got Stormtrooper. I got a good one. Erica like this. So speaking of, of Ewoks eating Stormtroopers. So we had our son dress up as an Ewok for Halloween. Oh. And we were going looking around for, uh, you know, the, the little baskets for him to hold to put his candy in. And I saw I saw this one. And I was like, oh, my God, it's perfect. It was a Stormtrooper. Like bu- bucket helmet. Oh, that's oh, great! That's awesome. That is amazing. <laughs> and I was like, it'll be my little Ewok son walking around with it, e- walking around with the stormtrooper head as his like bucket. And I'm like, I was like, only a few of the nerdiest of nerdy people will get this, <laughs> but it's amazing. You should have like took a little red paint or like red sharpie and like drew like little red lines and like strategic places on the helmet for blood. <laughs> no, oh, that is that is beautiful. That is beautiful. I got a question for all three of us. Michael doesn't get to share his favorite movie. Fuck him. Um, oh, fuck you. <laughs> no, I. Um, Rogue One is really close to my favorite, but actually, <clears throat> my favorite is actually Revenge of the Sith. You know, that's my second favorite. I, I like it too. 
I have expected there to be a shut the fuck up, Michael, after that one. No, no, no. I agree. Mm. Well, I've shared my my opinions of the prequels before. I like all of them, including including Phantom Menace, and I don't care if people shit on me for that. I well, really my, like the prequels. My favorite Jedi is in, in Phantom Menace, so. Qui-Gon? I don't hate no, yes, it. I, I am a, a hardcore Qui-Gon fan. Like, if I was like, you're a Padawan, who's your, who's your master, Qui-Gon? Anthony, <laughs> what were you saying? don't hate them but there are things about them that i don't like like if you if you're going to compare them to the originals they don't they pale in comparison obviously but there are just certain things about it that just i don't like i, like I what? think that depends on what what you're looking at like what you're looking to get out of them because the one two and three are more more politically charged than they are combat charged so the whole idea yeah. is if you're going to follow you know the the political turmoil they are absolutely necessary to understand everything else that happens. Yeah. I get Plus, they're necessary. I, I get that they're necessary. I just, like I said, I don't hate them, but I don't love them. I'm just kind of like lukewarm on them. Yeah. But it, like, it's like Eric said, you know, you have to see what happened in the political arena that caused everything to collapse so hard. Plus it gives you the idea of what the Republic was and how it was structured, how it functioned and how it and what its flaws were that allowed you know someone like Palpatine to come in and completely take it over and run it like and I mean come on the last one of the last scenes of Revenge of the Sith where it's, so this is how Liberty dies with thunderous applause exactly and I know it's like that, how could that ever happen I mean it's not oh like that's God. ever happened in any country ever and, on and Earth. you get you get all <laughs> the background on the rise of Snoke yeah yeah. Because if you know, if we didn't have the prequels, the new movies right now wouldn't make sense because we have no idea. Sense. We have no idea who Snoke was when they reveal him to be a Gungan. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because uh... we all know that the real Sith Lord is Jar Jar Banks. <laughs> <laughs> well, in the original scripting, he was supposed to be a secret Sith Lord. That's that's a theory. Um, that's the theory. It's a theory with some evidence, but that's a theory well, that. I well, like. I think I think the okay. the best thing. Sorry, I interrupt you, Mike. No, you're fine. Go ahead. The the best thing that you get out of the the prequels is understanding they were fucked if they did, and they were fucked if they didn't. They were in a catch twenty two because Palpatine was playing both fucking sides. So mm. if the Jedi won, well, he they. You know, he executed yeah. the order and they were fucking gone. If, you know, Dooku won, then, well, fuck it. He fucking won. So it doesn't matter. I'm still in charge. Yeah. There yeah. there was no, it was a no win situation. We were going to end up at a new hope regardless. And I think yeah. that's the most important thing that you get out of it. Well, there's, I think there's... the most I think the most important part of that, the reason why there was no way it was going to happen is because Order 66 was there. No matter what happened, mm-hmm. there was Order 66. Exactly. And, and uh, Palpatine had an army in reserve. Mm-hmm. So Either way, yeah. He was prepared. Yeah. <laughs> I watched, I've been watching this series on Cracked. Ways to watch Star Wars that makes it even better. And there's two theories that are really good. One of them is, if you want to watch the prequels again and enjoy them even more, is watch the prequels with the idea that Padme and Obi-Wan are having an affair. <laughs> and if you you uh, nobody's reacting to this. No, that's, no, no I'm, that, I'm that giving you the look. Good, you can't see scenes. it, but I'm giving you the look right now. Just um, you you watch them with the idea that they're having an affair, that it's never revealed, that it mm-hmm. never actually comes up because they're so good at hiding it. But if you watch it just with that idea in mind, it does make them a lot more entertaining. 
All right, nobody gives okay. a shit. Nobody gives a shit. No, no that was pretty good. No, I, I, uh, <laughs> I right. do like that. Different way of watching it, number two. Watch the prequels from the perspective that all three prequels are from the perspective of R2-D2 is telling the entire story, which makes the whole every time R2-D2 and C-3PO are alone and R2-D2 is a badass and C-3PO is like a bungling moron. <laughs> it only makes the story make more sense. Like, God, that guy was a fucking idiot. He got his head taken off and put on a droid and I was flying around with jetpacks and I was just a badass. I had to save his shit so many times. <laughs> Robots came and grabbed oh. me. I slicked them up with oil and set them on fire. Yeah, oh, dude, that, that reminds me of like the <laughs> like that guy at the bar that's like, "Yeah, I I once won a state championship football. Now I can't find a job because I drink a lot." That is exactly <laughs> how Crack put it. That it's that see through that it's R two D 2s telling bar stories. Oh, that's that funny. You know what? Amelia actually made that observation while we've been watching the movies. At one point, she goes. <laughs> She goes, Mom, why is C-3PO there? She's like, R2-D2 does everything. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, when R2-D2's alone or he's with other astromechs, he totally shit talks C-3PO. He's like, I <laughs> this, this motherfucker's dead weight around all the fucking time. You, you know what he did last week? He got his head fucking ripped off at a droid processing plant. I had to go find him, put his head back on and make sure his ass didn't die. <laughs> ah, I need a new job. <laughs> I, I read the C-3PO comic. He has the a new comic. one. Yeah, there's a, they, they explained why he got the red arm. Ooh, oh, okay. In the Force Awakens. You know, find, find a description of it on YouTube and watch it. It's not good content for us right now, because if I explain the whole story, it's just boring. So just go on YouTube, find yeah. somebody who found the story and described it. And okay. Yeah. Yeah, go on YouTube and type, how did C-3PO get his red arm? Because that's how I watched it. And found okay. out about the comic, but no, it's it's really good. It actually it's a story about droids, and it's very serious and sad, and it's not very funny, but it's good. It's good. And it's got C three PO, and it's huh. not funny. Yeah, it it's C three PO in a very serious light. It's actually pretty good. It's a good story. Oh, wow. I, I might actually go get the comic altogether. Well, it's because R two D two isn't there, so he doesn't tell the story as C three PO being a moron. <laughs> oh my god, it makes sense. It makes so much sense. Oh. Yeah, it's supposed to happen during that period where R two D two is dormant. Yeah, because he goes down for like he shuts down for a long time, supposedly. So, oh, but but back to the Jar Jar thing because I just remembered. Uh, I uh, that's one thing on a robot chicken. They have Palpatine's falling to his death down the mile long trench in the new Death Star. He's like trying to make amends with everybody and, and like converts to the light side. And he calls Jar Jar Binks and he's like, hey, Jar Jar, I just want to say I'm sorry that I manipulated you into helping me get more power in the Senate and, and using you. And he goes, what? You use me. And then he hangs up and puts the hood on and starts laughing. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> I was like, nice. And then he dies and he shows up as a force ghost at the end of Jedi. And he's like, all right, yeah, fourth point, con- uh, uh, fourth quarter conversion. All right, bitches, let's party. And he looks down and he's still like naked, dead Palpatine. <laughs> and he goes, oh, what the hell? <laughs> and he looks over and they're all looking at him like, hey, bro. <laughs> Did you guys ever read that comic of these guys who were um, basically telling the story of the Star Wars movies via the Star Wars RPG? Yes. I so it's as if like so it's as if the Star Wars movies were happening, but like they weren't movies. It was actually these people playing the Star Wars role playing game, like the D and D version role playing game, 
and they were cr- playing through the movies as if it was their D&D, like Star Wars D&D campaign. I read those. Beautiful. Do you know where to find it? Uh, yeah, that's interesting. A, I think they have it posted through oh, Tumblr man. now. Because uh-huh. they used to have a website. Yeah, um, I think it, um, it was um, something in Droid. It was like Droids and something. Well, I'll look for it, Brian. Well, it, it's okay. Your lousy story doesn't really matter because it, it lets us bring up the Star Wars RPG. What do you mean my lousy story? That's my story. <laughs> <laughs> I had a specific reason for talking about it, and that was because of this. <laughs> you look I'm, up, but I'm, yes. I'm mean. It's the role I play. <laughs> But no, like like but Brian says it does, yeah, we get we does that that leads us into uh, you know, the Star Wars RPGs, uh tabletop RPGs that they do, because those ones are a lot of those are actually a lot of fun. I we've I believe we've all played campaigns in our own respects. I know me and well, Anthony I'm, did one together and you said you and Erica uh used to play uh Star Wars RPG together, Brian, right? Oh yeah. We played well, we played the D twenty one. I used to play um the D6 Star Wars game with my brother Matt, and then we then we got the the D21 and played that. And mm-hmm. I think we made it all the way up until the Saga edition, and then just decided no because that was that was not great. That was like fourth edition D and D. Fifth edition D and D is a lot better, I have to say. But I yeah. love fifth. I haven't I actually. Have, yeah. I haven't had a chance to play fifth yet, but I've seen it played, and I really like the mechanics. Because I only played the D20 version of Star Wars RPG with with you guys, so. Yeah, I've only played the D20. Then they got the new one, but I haven't played the new one since Wizards doesn't have Star Wars anymore. It, what is it? The the um the same company who does the, the Warhammer role-playing games? They're supposed to be really good, but you have to get special dice to play it. Really? Yeah. They marketed a whole special dice thing that goes along with it. So I understand it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, like Michael said, me and Michael were playing in a campaign together. It was fun, except for like... Our DM, he, he's a mutual acquaintance between me, Michael, and Brian. Um, yeah, fuck that guy. He's not a he's not a good DM. He's just not. He's not a like, good person. <laughs> <laughs> like, have you ever had a DM who's like roll for everything? Yeah, and they're really fucking annoying because like, you can't move the story forward. Like one time we were up on top of a building, and we're like, okay, so so we're on top of this building, and it was like, okay, so where are we gonna go? And he was like. Roll a perception check to see if you can find stairs. And I'm like, we're like, what? Like, what do you mean roll a perception check to see if you can find stairs? What are we doing? Looking just straight at the ground, not looking like straight like a normal person would? Like, stairs. Why do you have to roll a perception check to see stairs? This doesn't make sense. Oh, God. It was everything. It was just. Or I remember one time, uh, Mike, I wanted to have my character climb up a tree to like scout out ahead. And instead of just going, okay, well, what's your dexterity? What's your climb? Okay. Um, and just going like, it takes like 10 minutes for you to do it. He like made me roll out every attempt, like every time. Instead of just going like, just take a natural 20. You got like fucking hours to figure this out. <laughs> what what character were you playing? What were you playing in Star Wars? I was a Kushibin. What's a Kushibin? A little fuzzy thing. They're like, kind of like, um, like, like a, like a like rabbit. Like Furbies. Almost. Yeah. There's Star Wars Furbies? Mm-hmm. Yeah, look them up. Yeah, they're yes. they're cool. And I had this whole plan of like, of oh, I was going to slowly turn them. Yeah, I was going to slowly turn them dark side because I was like, oh man, I totally want an evil Sith bunny. This would be great. <laughs> oh, I, I, I would have loved for that. I would have loved for that to have happened. So I got to this point where I started getting dark side points, and then all of a sudden he was like, "Do this roll," and I was like, "I rolled." And he's like, "Okay, good." And I was like, "Why did you make me do that?" And he's like, "Oh, well, if your dark side points like overtake your wisdom." 
and you fail the check, you go crazy and you kill everybody. And I was like, what? This would have been really nice to know on the first dark side point. Why are you telling me this now? Like 23 dark side points later. <laughs> Is that a thing he made up? I guess it's in the rules. I don't know. Well, that would make no sense whatsoever, because then what would, like, the actual pull to the dark side be if you were just going to go fucking insane? That was my argument with him, too, was I don't think just because I went dark side, I'd go absolutely batshit nutty and just kill everybody. I'd figured I'd be, you know, kind of tactical about it and be like, I'm slow, secretly evil, and I'm going to work these plans in my favor, not... Psychopath or crazy lunatic. Well, yeah, because that's like that's like going from good to evil, and if you go to evil, you automatically become chaotic. Like that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, well, no. apparently, you know, I I think that actually is the rule of the Star Wars universe. But Anakin found a loophole around it because <laughs> he he figured out that if you murder a bunch of children, you don't you don't have to worry uh. about psychopathic. So you just have to kill a kid every once in a while, and then you're okay, <laughs> dude. <laughs> Mm. So yeah, uh, uh, sadly our DM ruined what could have been a pretty fun yeah. experience. And I, dude, I loved my, Je- I loved the Jedi. I was, I was a Devronian Jedi. He, I, I had so much fun with him because at one point I got the, so I fought a bounty hunter and he had the same hat that Cad Bane had, and so I took it and I took my lightsaber and I and I like just like used like a hole punch and I like punched two holes in it and so my horns could stick out of the hat. <laughs> that's and funny. like the way my and like the way my horns were positioned it would like actually like kind of held the like helped pin the hat down in like strong winds erica what did you play in star wars i played the zeltron because everybody loves zeltrons everybody likes zeltrons yeah i was a force adept zeltron so nice i was i was the the charisma i was the talking everybody into everything that was my favorite i remember that those are fun out of the four of us I was the only one who didn't have anything to do with the force. Yeah. I was the IT guy. <laughs> nice. And it was it was the most powerful character in the game. <laughs> Holy crap. I said there was a lot of ways to power game without force powers in that in that game the way they did it because I think and I think they did it on purpose is because I th- bet the creators were like if we aren't careful there's not going to be anyone playing anything but force characters so they're like we got to make everybody else slightly more powerful well i think they they put skills that were like super important in there so like like the it guy like you couldn't get anywhere and do anything unless you had you know an r2d2 with you (laughs) yeah Yeah, basically It's an entire galaxy based on high end, on high end technology and space flight. So you got to have somebody who knows technology, or you're screwed. Mm-hmm. Oh, great. So. Yeah, Brian. Brian moved the story forward like so many times. Like I lost count. So I was nice. a Zabrak IT, IT guy. Nice. You know, actually speaking of Zeltrons, you know, earlier, uh, the we had a, we had a Zeltron in our in our campaign who was Force Adept, and she sweet talked a Rancor. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> well, we all had to be force sensitive. That was the rules of the DM. Was like it yeah, was a giant they're, Jedi. They're, it was a Jedi campaign. So he's like, you all have to be Jedi. He, uh, he well, we didn't almost, have anything like that. He almost unfriended me because I, I suggested a Gungan Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> These are not uh, the droids you're so looking for. Yeah, but I think a lot of people get really confused because, like, Jedi is just like 
it's just like one of the orders. You can be force sensitive. I mean, you can be a guardian of the wills and not be a Jedi. There's so mm. many different things that you That's can true. do. And I think people like forget that. And that was one of my favorite things about Rogue One is that we had the guardian of the wills, whether or not his right. partner was a guardian of the wills, who, who knows? I think he was at least force sensitive. Chair Root was yeah, a guardian Chirrut. of the wills. Yeah, I love. Oh, he's so, my. He's actually my favorite character from that movie. He he's really well, I think awesome. That end scene, sure. I think that end scene where he was being shot at and nothing hit him, and he was just going, "I am one of the force of the forces with me." Is proof he was force sensitive. Well, he's a guardian of the wills. Of course, he's force sensitive. He was a force adept. That's what they do. I yeah. mean, like the whole reason you can ghost after you die is you have to have studied the 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 wills. Yeah. Otherwise, you couldn't even do that. Yeah, so, they explain it in uh, Clone Wars. Yoda goes through that training, and then you find out that Quagon was going through it, but he never finished it. That's why he couldn't fully manifest. Oh. I have to bring something up, Anthony. Oh. Because you just said that scene at the end of the movie where he goes, I'm one with the Force, and the Force is with me, and the lasers don't hit him, is that's what made him Force-sensitive. That's the clue? <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying that that's like, that's like 100% definitive proof. Okay? No. 100% definitive proof is that he was blind and he <laughs> fight like a badass and recognize like facial features and shit, even though he was blind. And, you know, I don't know if you noticed, but like when he like shot people out of the air, like with the gun when they yeah. were trying to rescue. I mean, there's like yeah. so many things. He, he was like, obviously for some stuff. No, a blind sniper. But no. He's force sensitive because the lasers don't hit him at the end. Yeah. No, I loved it when they put the bag on his head, and he's like, so he's like, "Are you kidding me? I'm blind." <laughs> Love that part. I mean, Daredevil could do all those things, and he's not force sensitive. He has echolocation. Yeah, I mean, come I'm on. Concerned. He has echolocation. Stop mixing genres right now. We're, we're talking, it's all about Star Wars. Oh, we're not mixing genres. I was going to bring up that I, I, I think Doctor Who would be really cool in the Star Wars universe. We can do that. No, that's fine. They've probably done <laughs> it in the comic. I, yeah. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, they've had him cross over with Star Trek a lot. So I'm pretty sure that Baze was force sensitive, if nothing else. I mean, they never said he was a guardian of the wills. They said uh, Chirrut was a guardian of the wills. But Baze made some amazing fucking shots that I don't think you could have made without being force sensitive. Well... Baze, I don't think he was a, a guardian of the wills. I think, in my opinion, was he was somebody who, you know, he latched on to Chirrut and they became friends. And he did have some, like, he was force sensitive. But the time, it, but being the time it was, he just never received that, he never was taken in by the order and he never found it out. So he just had, he felt he had good intuition and was a really good shot. I mean, because he was making some amazing shots with something that's basically a belt fed machine gun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. Which, yeah, by the he way, should not was, have made those precision shots. There were some shots where I'm just like, dude, what? <laughs> and yeah, but Chirrut, he's easily my favorite character from that movie. I I, I, I got to ask. So we're talking about Star Wars today. Yes. And it wouldn't be a Star Wars quest uh, discussion if we didn't bring this up. Why is why are we talking about Star Wars? Why is Star Wars so important to us? Why is it like? The thing that a lot of people bring up as the reason why they're nerdy. When we when we um, originally started our podcast and we talked about why we're nerdy people, I think the two main reasons were what Star Wars and um, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah, 
Well, mine was so, video games, but the Star Wars was there too. Mine, mine was mine was Raiders of the Lost Ark and and Star Wars. Those are my two big things for me. So why is Star Wars so important to us, Erica? You're our you're our guest host. Why don't you go first? Star Wars is like the new mythology, if, if you ask me. Like, yes, it's being created, mm-hmm. you know, by so many. Hello. Yeah, we're here. Hello. You good? Hello. We lost her. Erica. Erica. No. All right. While well, we're waiting for Erica to get back. <laughs> Hello. There oh, we there go. you are. Hello. Erica, don't leave us. And my soul is crushed. Let me just say, you know, for me, it's it's the it is a new mythology, and it, I guess Hello? it's being currently created. Hello. Oh, oh Erica, you back? Do we got you? We can hear you. Oh, well, this isn't good. Well, I'm caller on the phone. Yeah. What? Well, that, that sucks. Yeah. But you know, but like we were saying, we it's a new mythology, even though a majority of it is still being written today. It was. It, it takes you. It literally takes you away when you look at it. It makes you see wondrous things that are actually like because who doesn't look at star wars and think man i want to be a jedi man i i I would love to be like a stormtrooper or something like that because it's it's just that far flung and it's just something that's so far from reality and it just and for me personally it showed that definitive struggle between good and evil the light side and the dark side and these amazing guardians of the light the jedi and for me it's it was all it's that's a big pull for me is the fight against between good and evil, like trying to be the save the day kind of thing. It just pulled me in so, so deep. Okay. You back, Erica? I, I am. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sorry yeah. about that. I don't know what happened. All of a sudden I couldn't hear you guys at all. I was like, huh? But go, go, go ahead and uh, keep going what you were saying. I, I, I did my spiel in your technical dis- dissidence. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I was just going to say, I think it's the new mythology. It's something that uh, everybody can relate to as we are building the story. And you've got your heroes and your anti-heroes. And sometimes what is right isn't always as clear as you think it would be. So it, it's it's... It's like reinventing mythology, and it's something that we can be there for, and everybody really relates to, because even people that aren't defining themselves as nerds enjoy Star Wars. So it's, it has to have something that you can relate to, and I think that's really what it is. Well, yeah, because everybody finds something relatable in it, whether you find yourself relating to Vader, Stormtroopers, Clone Troopers. Uh, I've actually met a few people from the military that in the prequels they in the in attack of the clones and most mostly the um, revenge of the sith and the, the the clone wars tv show they a lot of guys i've met from the military has said that they they find identity with that how they're supposed to be in the military they're supposed to be the same but they find these so their subtle differences and who and their own identities within the military and it it was it was really interesting to hear some good friends that were in the military talk about it i think clone wars is a great series it's amazing. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I liked uh, it better when it was 2D animation before they went 3D, but I still oh like the 3D show. Oh, the 3D is just great. The 2D I, animation one, I loved emphatically. That, that show was amazing, especially when you get to see how truly badass Mace Windu really is. <laughs> I haven't actually really seen it, to be honest. I don't. I haven't really oh, watched a lot of it. They, they have it on YouTube. It's like an hour and a couple minutes long to get through the entire thing, because they actually did like two full seasons of it. Yeah, because like they did the two full seasons of the 2D, then they did the movie, the 3D movie, then they did a yeah. 3D show. Yeah. Mm, okay. Because like the, yeah, the episodes for the 2D one are like between five and 15 minutes long. 
Okay, I should watch it then. Yeah. It, watch, and you will trust me. You'll know the Mace Windu episode when you when it comes along. Also, it, it painted the light <laughs> for the clone troopers even better too, because it's when they that's when they first introduced the arc troopers, the advanced uh, recon so, commandos. Uh, so, Anthony, why is Star Star Wars the big thing? Why are we talking about it? Why is it important to you? Okay, so for me, honestly, it has a lot to do with family. Uh, I'm not the only nerdy one in my family. My whole family is super mega nerdy. Like, it's a family thing for us to be nerdy. <laughs> and um, Star Wars is actually a really big part of it. Uh, like, I went to go see Rogue One with my grandpa. That's who I went to go see it with. And he told me this story at the end of how when the first Star Wars came out, he saw it every day the first two weeks. And then he saw it every week once, every week after that for the next two years. Whoa. Wow. He said he stopped counting how many times he saw it at, like, 200 viewings. That is wow. That's wow. great. That's glorious. So, like, I remember um, when I was, like, eight years old, um, when The Phantom Menace came out, my whole family waited in line for, a, I don't know, I think we came, I think we came to the movie, like, six hours early to watch it. And when I say my whole family, I'm talking grandparents, uncles, cousins, siblings. Dang. It was a gigantic family event. So, Star Wars is, like, a big thing in my family. It's so, it's a big part of... It's actually just a big part of my culture because it's important to my family and it's a big deal to us. And so that kind of just sprung off into all the other nerdy things because I like Star Wars. It's nice right. when your when your family shares like yeah. the same passion because I have to say that at least on my dad's side, my dad, my brother, Brian, you know, everybody on that side is of my family. I mean, my mom could care less, but um, it, it's nice when you all get to share something like that. So that's really cool, Anthony. See, I I live in a nerdy desert. Um, no one, really, nobody <laughs> in my family is nerdy. I'm really the only nerd in my family. I, uh, but the one of the only times me and my dad actually like got along on something nerdy, like because my dad's like hardcore into basketball, football, baseball, and and stuff like that. And he's like, well, I like that stuff too, but that's like his thing. And so we never really talked about like nerdy stuff. But when Phantom Menace came out, uh, we went like two weeks later, and I was just like, my dad went and seen it with me, and he nerded about it so it was great and brian i i know that you know we, we've all had like to got to share a couple things and stuff so i'm gonna go ahead and let you have a good long chunk of time go ahead just your little heart out go ahead all right so for me personally so i got some family stories too but for me personally i saw star wars in the drive-in whoa nice. they re-released i think i saw empire first and they re-released star wars i saw star wars i saw jedi but i saw all of them in the drive-in theater because my aunt worked at the drive-in and we could go for free. But <laughs> cool. So I saw a lot of those iconic 80s movies in the drive-in. As far as it being important to my family, it's really not that big of a deal, like family-wise. I mean, we all like the movies. But I do want to tell the story about when my parents saw it. They saw it by accident. Really? They hadn't heard of it. They didn't know about it. They didn't know it was coming out. They were walking by a movie theater and there was a line. And they went, what's this line for? Oh, we're seeing this big deal movie that's coming out. Oh, let's get online and see this big deal movie that's coming out. And they saw the premiere. Oh, Whoa. wow. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's that's, that's um, 
that's what you describe as Brian luck? Yes. Yep. Yeah, that is hardcore Brian luck right there. That is how my parents saw Star Wars. I want to say that my mom was pregnant with me at the time, but no, it was a few years before. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that would be a cool part of the story, but no. So your dad still had you? Yeah, my dad still had me, so. (laughs) A few years before? A few years before? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it doesn't last that long. Are you you following? When did Star Wars come out? 77? Yeah, Yeah. so it was a few years before I was born. Because you are born in 81, right? 79. Oh, Anthony has to like be all scientific and correct. And be like, sperm doesn't last that long. <laughs> shut the fuck up, Anthony. Yeah, at that point, I was in my father's DNA, Anthony. So shut up. <laughs> I know, Brian, say it right. Say shut it right. the fuck up, Michael. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got to. Yeah, you know what? Technically, you, now you're right. <laughs> Oh, it's still so. Um, we're yeah, but an hour- you and Matt bonded over it too. Oh well, Matt, my my, we our big bond was D and D. I mean, we liked Star Wars, but it wasn't a big thing between us. Okay. I mean, he was always a crazier Star Wars fan than I was. Well, yeah, but like you, you wouldn't have gone and seen something like that without him. I did though. <laughs> you're a terrible brother <laughs> i saw the prequels with my mom because matt oh, was in you? the military and he wasn't oh, that's fair, he was fair. <laughs> well see you're you're just now figuring out that he's a terrible person through this you know, that's but whenever we true. said he votes I, for himself here is a terrible person i saw attack of the clones with matt i went to the premiere with him and the revenge so yeah i yeah. did do that with him i saw i saw um phantom menace with my mom yeah i mm. thought you had yeah and we were yeah, both really yeah. confused why people hated it so much. That's my yeah. thing. I I don't get why people were like it sucked. And I was like, yeah, there's some points where you're like, what? But it was a good movie. I mean, duel the 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 duel between Darth Maul, Qui Gon, and Obi Wan is amazing and beautiful. And the duel of fates playing be- uh, behind that. Mm-hmm. It, oh my, oh, it's gorgeous. Whoa. Well, everybody likes that fight. I don't think anybody says that fight was a bad fight. No, I know, but it's just like they say it's a terrible movie. I'm like, how could that be a terrible movie if it has that fight? But like one I, good just, scene doesn't make a good movie. <laughs> and it had, it had I was actually amazing, coming to that. I was coming. And to it this. had the amazing comic relief of Jar Jar. I mean, how could you hate that? I didn't hate Jar Jar actually. I didn't. <laughs> yeah. I didn't think he was great. There were some parts where I did cringe, but I'm just like, oh, he's the comic relief. Because exactly. I mean, if without him, that movie would have been super serious. You know, I've That's said true. this before. People made a big deal about him breaking the mood of the movie, but Star Wars Episode Four starts with a half hour of the Laurel and Hardy droids. Yes, thank you. I mm. agree with you on that because you brought that to my attention, and I went on YouTube and I watched the opening like 15 minutes, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're exactly right. And people so. griped about it. You, if you read the reviews of the original Star Wars, people talked about the watching a half hour of robots. It, I was fine with it, but then again, back then, you know, I don't think that was a big thing, was it? Like, no, no, they made a big stink. Star Wars got some lousy reviews. I mean, it got it good did. ones too, but it got some lousy ones. It got that bad sucked. ones, yeah. But yeah, it's true. Nothing, nothing's perfect. We all think it was like this go- glorious, super phenomenon, everything without with no blemish because we have rose colored glasses. Because it didn't get good critical people. review, but it got great audience review. Yeah, yeah. I think so, like, Brennan Roper said it was going nowhere. Yeah, yeah. And then back then it was Cisco and Ebert. Yeah, but, oh, was, was it Cisco? Yeah, Cisco and Ebert. Yeah. yeah, Roper wasn't there yet. Yeah, Siskel wasn't dead yet. Exactly. Yeah. I was trying not to say that because there might be a Siskel fan. 
So, oh, the right. the ones who the ones who hold on that he's not dead and that he's living on an island somewhere. <laughs> no, he's not dead. He's frozen next to Walt Disney's head. We don't want to offend those people who who don't. Who <laughs> probably are they're that Siskel's not dead. They're probably like eighty four right now. All right, he was a good reviewer. So yeah, me and Waldorf here loved him. <laughs> so Michael, do your thing when you say, "Oh, it was great that we talked about Star Wars today." And it's great that we talked about Star Wars today, but I'm not done yet. No, we're done. It's, and it's, we're like an hour and nine minutes. We got to do our wrap up. <laughs> no, this is a Star Wars episode. Star Wars are long movies, so we're going to be a All long right. part. <laughs> Michael, yeah, it was so great that we talked about Star Wars no, today. We shared about why it was good to our I'm families, and podcast we talked about the role playing game and the things we loved about it. We didn't get a chance to talk about video games, but hopefully, we'll get a chance to talk about them in the future. So that was a great show, guys. Thank you so much for that, viewers. If you would like to contact <laughs> us, you can contact me at brian.nerdpodcastradio at gmail Mike dot nerdpodcastradio at gmail.com and Anthony at markgap at dot com. <laughs> yeah, don't check email. Sorry, guys. Or you could find us on Twitter at Super Vegan Brian at Nerdcaster Mike at Nerdcast Radio. And please leave us reviews on iTunes, Stitcher, so on and so forth. That being said, time to wrap up, guys. Anybody get anything coming up or talking about? I'm going to go work on RPG characters with my friend Justin later. We'll come back and do Star Wars again, Michael. Don't be sad. No, I agree. <laughs> no, I, I was actually that was actually something I was going to say is that Star Wars is too big to contain in one episode. We are definitely going to have to do a recap, um, and we're going to have to bring the Cursey Smurf back for it because she's, <laughs> yeah, she's she's a good Star Wars guru. Oh, thanks. I would not call me a guru at all, but okay, thanks. You okay, wait, 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 acolyte. That. You have Star Wars acolyte. You always say that, but you have such a breadth of nerd knowledge. I love how you also say, Brian says I'm a nerd. Like, you're <laughs> denying it. No, honey. No, I'm not nerd. denying it. <laughs> I'm no, not honey, denying it. I'm just saying, like, there's, I don't, t- I, okay, so what you guys are like, oh, we're nerds. Like, to me, that's just life. Like, so, well, I mean, that's for us, how, too. We, we, yeah. we just know about the kettle in the pot. <laughs> Well, I'm fine being called a nerd because I I know that I am one, but I guess I don't realize how much of one I am until Brian points it out. So I guess that's why I say it, because I'm like, I guess. Oh, Erica blows me away sometimes, especially when she goes on a yarn about some show that I've never heard of that she's really (laughs) into that I didn't even realize about. But she's very non-nerdy, too, because there's a lot of TV that Erica watched that I wouldn't watch with a 10-foot pole. I wouldn't watch it with a 10-foot pole. How would that work? I have no idea how that would work. Wow, Brian. That's confusing. Yeah, that's, that's slightly confusing. I mean, I guess if he's sitting really far from the TV and he needs to turn the channel and he can't find the remote. Yeah, but you would still be able to see the TV 10 yeah, feet 10 away. He is not that far. That's true. Mm. So, Brian, what do you got coming up this week? Um, <laughs> I'm I'm continuing to read the history of salt. It is fantastic. Really? Like salt? Yeah. Yeah, like salt. It's oh, the, okay. the, the thing. I got it for food, Christmas. It's, it's, it, it's been on my Amazon wish list forever. Oh. <laughs> is it good? Have you? Yeah, really did good. you not start the other the book I sent you? No, I have to finish the history of salt first. Oh, okay. Now I I go back and forth from fiction to nonfiction. Well, that's good. So I finished my Pathfinder book, and now I'm reading this. Um, the first chapters on China and like all sorts of like dynasties and how salt was discovered and how they actually discovered fracking by by drilling brine brine wells. That's so cool. Oh wow. Yeah, because oh, they had so natural cool. gas wells at like. 
a thousand BC. Whoa. Yeah. Dang. All sorts of cool stuff. That's um, really that's actually kind of cool. I'm on. I just finished Egypt. Lots of talk about mummies. Oh, yeah, because they oh, used salt yeah. to dry the to help aid in drying the corpse. Well, they didn't just use salt; they also used natron, which is divine salt. Ooh. Oh, Ooh. See, I didn't know about that. So, yeah, that and now I'm reading about the Celts. Oh yes, How, what was the? <laughs> They're the first ones that are like, "Hey, this is good to eat." <laughs> <laughs> Put it on the beef, <laughs> corned beef, <laughs> beef it. <laughs> well, I, I think the the big fixation on salt and why it was so valuable is because people realized that they needed to live. Yeah. Yeah. And it I kept, and it kept food preserved. Yeah. yeah. Food reserved and you needed it. It was a, vi- it's a vital nutrient. Yeah. You That's need probably sodium. why it was. Sorry. Go ahead, Mike. No, no I was just saying it because it, it's, it's pure sodium. You need, and you need sodium in your diet. Yes. Yeah, um, yeah, no. That's the only like thing I got going on. Um, we scheduled Odin to come back onto the show Woo! for next Woo! month. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that is really good. Yeah, that's. I'm really happy that he's coming back. He was a good guest. <laughs> and <laughs> next, but Eric is still the first. Well, well, well. You want to be his best friend, as you made really clear in the episode. I felt so. I listened <laughs> to that episode. I feel so awkward now. <laughs> I think we're gonna call Michael Sycophant Michael instead of Special <laughs> Michael. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at least for that episode and afterwards i was like damn i need to leave that guy alone <laughs> oh, I have a very important shout out this this shout out isn't going to make sense to you guys it has to do with the supernatural live watch but i have to re- i have to do this go ahead um shut the fuck up doug just shut up <laughs> shut up doug you're stupid and shut up doug. Do you yeah, feel better? Doug. i feel you better mean, <laughs> you're not like that? out of context just slamming this person yeah, Doug, whoever you are, shut the fuck up. Yeah, thank you, Anthony. Yeah, Doug, you're such a fucking, just shut the fuck up. <laughs> Actually, that's really cathartic. That that was nice. Yeah, that'll, we'll end every show with that from now on. Just shut the fuck up, Doug. <laughs> shut the fuck up, Doug. <laughs> I'm writing that down. Erica, you want to jump in on this? Yeah, sure. Shut the fuck up, Doug. There we go. <laughs> So. All right. Thank you for that. Uh, um, anybody else got anything? I am finishing up two different books right now. The first one is Dark Matter by Blake Crouch. If you have not read it, you have to read that, especially you, Brian. It is really, really awesome. It uh, talks about the multiverse and moving in between it and um, just all sorts of awesomeness. And then I'm refinishing, I'm rereading the uh, Empress series by uh, Raymond uh, Feast, Feist, whatever. And that's it. That's all. I'm done. Are you getting prepared for when the show comes out? What show? The Raymond Feast, the Emperor series. It's not coming out. I heard it was. The, the like like I'm I'm very confused like the the about the Sarani Empire yeah I I don't believe you you're gonna have to send me something before I believe you okay <laughs> like, yeah, like skeptical. And <laughs> well I'm just saying because I mean I realized that somewhere in between all my moves and stuff I had lost some of the books and I had to reorder them and they don't make them anymore yeah. so I had to get them like from specialty shops that still had some and they were super expensive so if they were coming back out with it i think they would have reprinted it so they might be in the process that's true they might i read a lot of io9 and i've never read those books but i i I remember that coming up on io9 okay you don't Um, anthony you don't believe in the show do you erica (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm naturally skeptical. What can I say? <laughs> Anthony, do you have anything to share? Well, since we're all talking about reading, I'm thinking I'm pretty sure I'm going to do this. Get back into reading the Warhammer 40k um, Horus Heresy books. Ooh. Most of you are probably like, huh? Michael's probably a little excited about that. But then I also want to go to Games Workshop, buy some more paints, and I want to go back into painting my army again. Because me, Michael, and another friend of ours is probably looking to getting together and playing Warhammer 40k together. That'd be yeah, fun. Try and do I really want to get back into playing. Yeah, I'd like I, to get back into playing. I want to learn how to play because it seems really interesting, and if I really like it, I might try and order an army. Uh, there might be a... There's rumors of Edition 8 coming out soon. So, that'd be fun. Um, uh, if we're going to talk about reading real quick, I'll just I'll just throw in, I'm reading The Proving Trail by Louis Lamore. I'm rereading it, actually, because it's one of my favorite Western novels by him. Of course you read Western novels. <laughs> Shut up. It's really good. <laughs> it's really good. He's riding through empty country right now, trying to outrun a guy who's bird dogging him. Oh, my God. Is there God. a guy? So boring. <laughs> is there a guy who comes hey, in and goes, off. is there a guy who comes in and goes like, this town ain't big enough for the both of us? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. No, his dad got shot in the head, uh, and they, but they tried to tell him it was a suicide, but it was obviously a murder. And now he's trying to figure out what's going on because his dad has a secret past from back east that he's trying to figure out. And this guy's trying to kill him. And he's got a really nice horse. And he's got a, a pistol with a, with a oh, just bird painted on it. Shut up, Michael. He has a nice oh horse. God. Uh, <laughs> West is not good. No, screw you. It is good. Lucilmore was a gift to mankind. <laughs> almost. It, it sounds almost as bad as that awful tyranny video game. Almost. Almost. <laughs> I only go with the joke because we're you're shitting on that, on that game. And I watched a Let's Play. It looked bad. <laughs> It's a good game. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Not even not even because it's just it it doesn't let's play well. No, it just doesn't play well. Sure. That's I mean, the official opinion of Nerd Podcast Radio. Tyranny is a terrible video game. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we get an email from the people that made it. Can you be our sponsor? <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. We are on board for that. Don't buy this fucking game. I actually do have an, an announcement to make. Anthony will not be with us next week. Nope. But he has made arrange arrangements to have a guest host on. Wife Cat will be here. Yeah. Cat. Ooh, does that mean we're we're gonna talk about what I think we're gonna talk about? We're gonna talk yes. about what you think we're gonna talk about. All right. Wrestling. Mm -mm. And she messaged mm -hmm. me and sent me a bunch of resources to go through. <laughs> so uh -huh. I gotta do that too. Okay. But I, okay. I think you know enough about wrestling that I can just be the guy who doesn't know anything. I know a good <laughs> bit. I'm not like, oh my god. So like at the at the minute forty five of Hulk Hogan's match in nineteen eighty seven, did you see that guy who like accidentally threw popcorn at him and like made him lose the match? No, I don't I'm not that guy. Yeah, that's my wife. That's Kat. She can she can do that. <laughs> <laughs> Which is amazing. So, her wrestling so. stuff is one reason why I follow her on Facebook. <laughs> so I think that's all anybody's gonna share. What about, yeah, wait a minute, Erica, what are you doing? She, she did. She, did. she read the book. She's reading the oh, book. The book, the book, right. The book. You're right. Because we start Michael, talking about pay books. Attention. We're an hour and 22 minutes, Michael. How long do you want it to go? Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am sorry that I love all three of you and think that you guys are just amazing and I like talking to you. Okay? We'll okay? have her back again. Really? We yeah. can? Yeah. yeah I'll come back. Yeah. yeah I, this is, this is a lot want. of fun. I enjoy it. Good. Because I, I, really, I, I really like talking to you. You're fun. Oh, thanks. Well, I've also got to finish uh, the Star Wars movies with Amelia, and then I don't know where I'm going to go from there. We've already done Harry Potter, so mm -hmm. I don't know. Make her watch the 1970s uh, Lord of the Rings. 
No, get into oh, Star we Trek. Already How did much that. I watch the Star Trek? Oh, you watched the 1970 ones? Yeah, yeah, I have them. No, we already we already did the new Star Treks. We haven't done the old ones though, so maybe we can yeah, do the old Star Trek. Star Trek. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you, um, you know what's good for um, kids is start with four. Start with Star Trek four. Why start there? Because it's the only one that's really entertaining for children. Mm. <laughs> well, I don't know. She she watched all the new Star Treks with us in the theater, and she loved them. She well, they're actiony. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to blank. Which one was four? Time travel one. Oh yeah, oh that is a good one. Yeah, <laughs> whales. That's the one that Leonard Nimoy directed. Captain, yeah. there be whales here. <laughs> that that is not the the right quote. The right quote is, "Can you tell me where I can find the nuclear vessels?" No, it's nuclear vessels. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, you are correct. It is vessels. Star Trek fun fact: the USS Enterprise aircraft carrier in the movie is not the USS uh, Enterprise aircraft carrier. It is the USS Ranger. They actually put the Enterprise on it because the Enterprise is out on a deployment cruise whenever they filmed the movie, and the Ranger was in dock for refit. Yes, we know you're a fucking nerd, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, with everybody we're gonna end the show yeah we <laughs> yes. are well, everybody star wars was a good topic we as you can tell we all really love star wars we all bring in something very special to it all and we couldn't cover everything so we're gonna come back and do it again and of course eric is gonna come back which is just that's needless to say not necessarily for our star wars episode not necessarily for star wars episode in anything in general because this girl is a nerd <laughs> so but yeah today was today was, was a good episode we had a lot of fun Fuck you, Doug, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, I didn't say fuck you, Doug. I just said shut the fuck up, Doug. Oh, shut the fuck up, Doug. Yes, that's even better. So at least it's not me. So just, yeah, a lot of fun. A lot of great times. We're, we're going to have you back. And just great time. <laughs> God, I lost <laughs> you. Yeah, I was looking at it. I lost myself for a second. So, but no, you know, as, as always, I'm your host, Special Mikey, along with Hindu Anthony. Namaste. <laughs> Super Vegan Brian. Bye bye. <laughs> and our very special guest host and probably new best friend, Kirsty Smurf Erica. Bye. Have a good one. As always, stay nerdy, stay informed, and stay awesome. Say bye, Anthony. I'm not doing right, it this couple. time. <laughs> <laughs>